Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to be discussing some information around attending live events. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. So there's going to be two areas I want to cover in this episode. One is a bit more evergreen. It's basically whatever whatever you hear this episode, if you're listening to this in three years time, it will still be relevant. But I'm also going to be touching on some things that are relating to going to live events as things are opening up post COVID. Um, we are coming slowly coming out of the third lockdown um, at the time of recording and sort of the time of this coming out on air. Um, but everyone views that differently. So let's start with that. I know a lot of pageant girls are very, very excited for live events that are happening. I know a lot of pageant ladies that are uh, very, very nervous about live events happening. Um, And I fall in the latter of those two groups. I'll be completely honest. Um, And I think the biggest thing that makes me nervous is that I... (laughs) in the nicest possible way, do not trust everyone to behave in the way that I want to um, and not be aware, not necessarily not respect people's boundaries, but not be aware that other people are going to have different boundaries. And I think that's one of the most important things that I can get across in this episode is please be aware, whether it's going to live events, pageant events or otherwise, be aware that other different people are going to have different boundaries um, and trying to work out what they are without making the person feel awkward. I'm pretty forward at saying I'm not hugging, um, like I'm not getting close to you, I'm going to keep my distance, you might feel like I'm being standoffish and to be fair I am, <laughs> physically I'm trying to be standoffish, I don't want to be too close, I am a, I'm a non-hugger rule of two metres type believer um, and I keep my mask on uh, more times than I need to um, because I'm that sort of person um, and that's what matters to me and Someone else might be absolutely fine with more hugging, not worrying about standing too close, um, but be aware that people have different boundaries and that some people aren't necessarily as happy as articulating them as me and saying, no, I'm really sorry, could you step back? If they are clearly moving away from you and trying to step back, if people are wearing masks when not when you don't necessarily have to be wearing a mask, that is a really good sign that maybe they aren't ready for the restrictions to be reduced as much as other people are to be ready. Um, I often wear my mask, not so much that I even feel like I need to be wearing a mask, but as a signature and a sign to say, I am someone that still needs some space, please um, still respect that. And I find that with my daughter as well. My daughter, she's only four and she's been really good at wearing a mask throughout all of this, even when she hasn't had to. Um, and quite often, even when we went to the park in, um, in certain bits of the lockdowns, because it was so busy, we wore masks. And did I think we needed masks because we were outside and things? Probably not, but it was a sign and it helped. I found that people kept their distance more when we were wearing a mask. So um, same with handshaking and things. I feel like it's, 
you're trying to find a new way, a little a little jaunty wave or a little like flare of the elbow, but you don't don't need to touch, don't need to make contact. Um, the normal rules of engagement, the normal rules of etiquette go out the window. And if you aren't extending your hand to shake someone's hand, it's not rude at the moment. <laughs> like it's better than not rude. Um, so try and assess the situation, assess how the person's feeling. Same if you're at events and maybe there's there's a sofa and what looks like pre-pandemic would have been considered a space to sit down to next to someone. Um, give them that option. Be like, are you okay with me being this close? Don't just say, is this seat free? Because of course it's free, it's empty. And don't just say, are you okay with me being this close so that they've got the chance to not be? Because if, if I'm sat on a two-seater sofa, because there's no other seat option, and I'm talking to someone who's sat on a chair next to me, whatever it is, I'm trying to picture a lounge here, maybe a hotel lounge, um, and someone comes up and says, is this seat taken? And my automatic response would be, no, it's not taken. But if someone said to me, are you okay with me sitting this close? I'd probably be actually not really... Um, or I'd be more comfortable if you had a mask on then maybe or or something like give them that option and be understanding that this is a time of high anxiety for a lot of people. Um, and I think particularly with uh, teens, juniors, where you've been at school and been a lot more used to mixing when you come out to environments that aren't school, um, it can be very hard to remember that a lot of us haven't been, I haven't been in a school, I'm not a student, I haven't been in a school, I'm not used to being around lots of people, the gym is like my maximum capacity, where there's like 30 people over this massive room, and we've all got boxes, and we all keep our distance, and we've all got masks on when we're moving between corridors and things, that's all I'm experiencing, um, and that's all a lot of adults are experiencing, or maybe they go into a work environment where it's all very strict, Um and again, actually, between schools has been really different as well. So your school might be really flexible and allow you to be quite close. There might be not be the options for the ins and outs. Other schools might have had more space. And therefore, other people, even your like the teens and juniors, other teens and juniors may have experienced different dynamics. And again, um, different things depending on what's going at home. Someone might live with someone vulnerable and therefore might be a bit more protective of their personal space because that's what they've been used to over the last few months. So... Um, be respectful, be understanding, understand that we're all kind of in the same boat as well. We're all kind of sussing every everything situation out. And then hopefully we can all go back to events and enjoy it. Because I, I do really want to go back to things. Um, but I also like, I want to go back tomorrow to things, but I also don't want to go back for the next three years to things. That's like the mindset. And I'm speaking to lots of people um, that are in the more nervous camp side of it. And they're like, yeah, actually as much as I really want to go and I want to cheer people on and stuff like that pageantry, we are usually very huggy. We're usually like lots of photos together. So that would be another one to be aware of. And I will touch on this from a non COVID angle in a minute. Um, but is that, that people might find it a little bit trickier to do photos and have photos with, um, and I'm like to always really, really honored. People are like, oh, I love your podcast. Can I get a picture with you and things? Um, but we're going to be standing two meters apart while we're having this picture. Um, and uh, that's just how it's going to be for a little bit longer with me. Um, whereas other people might be happy to hug and have pictures and things like that. Um, it's just go in with a sense of understanding, whatever it, whatever it may be. And same with seats and things like that. Like, I don't know how the restrictions are going to be, but um, it's 
it's going to be a bit tricky. <laughs> like if someone's put a bag on the seat next to them, it's not necessarily that they're holding their seat. It's just might be that they're not comfortable having someone sit next to them. And I think we need to be respectful and understanding of that. And I'll be interested to see how how venues put out seats and how things are going to be. Because um, I really like at the moment the, the very strict markers to how things, how, how spaced you are allowed to be. But as the restrictions lift, um, I don't know what the restrictions are the new set of rules are going to be and how chairs are going to be spaced and things like that. Um, so yeah, just, just, just an awareness thing. I've now talked for eight minutes about the awareness around all of this. So I feel like hopefully I've hit home with enough information around that. Um, we'll actually, there's one more COVID linked thing is yes, make sure you're, you're washing your hands plentiful, uh, plentifully. That's a word. We'll go with that. Um, Lots of hand sanitizer. You should still be washing your hands and sanitizing your hands. It's a both. It's not like an either or thing. Um, hopefully we're all up on our hygiene now, 18 months into this pandemic. Um, but keep up with the washing your hands. Keep up with it. If you need to cough and sneeze, make sure we're using tissues or like coughing into your elbow or like, um, and be understanding around those kind of things as well. Please, please, please don't go to events if you are experiencing any of the symptoms. It's just selfish and ridiculous and you shouldn't be doing it. And I can't kind of feel like I shouldn't have to say that but I'm gonna say it so someone has um <laughs> don't go if you've got symptoms um and don't put yourself in any situations where you feel uncomfortable as well like be it's okay to speak up and be like I'm really not comfortable with people being that close at the moment um sorry not sorry um I'm giving I'm giving you a permission to actually say what you want in life wow who'd have thought Anyway, onto the non-side of COVID, of attending live events. Um, one of the things we really want to do with Pageant Land is have tables at events. And I think a lot of us are used to seeing like earring envy at events and things like that, um, which always empties my bank balance very, very quickly because I just love all of the earrings. And when you see them in person, they look amazing. Um, but Pageant Land really wants to start having some tables at events. And we've been lucky to be asked to have tables at a couple of events um, this year if they like are able to go ahead and, and COVID wise if it's okay and things like that we've got that caveat in there um, and one of the reasons we want to have table event is one we'll, we'll have our pageant land bits and pieces there it's obviously going to be a bit of brand awareness like we want more people to find out about the podcast and know they've got somewhere to go to and um, find that they can get blog features and stuff like that but we also want people that are new to pageantry or even if you're not that new, but maybe you're coming to an event on your own. Um, there's going to be a lot more people that are going to have to travel separately and things like that because of pandemic and what have you. Um, and we also haven't seen each other for a long time. It's still going to be a bit awkward. And we wanted to create that safe space where people felt like, OK, I've come into this big pageant. I'm like, I'm not sure where to sit. I don't really know does that who's that so and so oh do I recognize that person not sure what to do that there is somewhere that they can go and just have a chat with someone um so if you ever see a pageant land table at an event um part of our purpose for being there is to literally give you someone to come and talk to so if you are nervous it's your first time um sometimes you may go to a pageant that's a bit out of your circle if you've always done a certain system and now you're trying to attend different systems pageants um you might not actually know anyone that's going, even though you've been on the scene eight years or something. Um, feel free to come and have a chat with us. Um, I, 
Sorry, Andy, but I use the earring envy table for this all the time. I usually end up spending loads of money, so um, I don't think um, <laughs> Andy and Romy mind. Um, but I will go and loiter at the earring envy table because it gives me something to do when I first get there. Um, I get a load of great earrings out of it, but um, it gives me something to do. So we want to kind of create that that safe space so you've like oh I've killed 20 minutes at the earring envy table and I've bought all I can buy let's go and let's go and talk to someone else so you can come and you can come and chat to us like please do come and find us and I think even when we haven't got a table it goes without saying if you recognize a pageant and team member at an event come and say hi like we have talked about this in our team meetings that we want more people to join pageantry and we want newbies to come and really really enjoy their experience as quickly as possible like get into it get into the community as quickly as possible and um, so do come and find us um i think quite a few of us will be wearing our little pageant and badges and maybe we need to get a big one like come speak to me or something whatever but know that if you recognize our faces come and say hi say that you're new please 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 we want to talk to you like we really want to talk to you we really want to help make you feel welcome so table or no table do come and talk to us um other side of things is if you are more comfortable talking to new people is do keep your eyes out for these new people that are joining the community people that are on their own and um, go and say hi you see that particularly when you see the mum and daughter that are clearly sort of in the early stages of pageantry go and have a chat and go and network and I think this isn't just about whether you are a queen or not, in my opinion, queens really should be networking at a pageant events. Like you should be going and representing your title. Um, you should be talking, going and talking about all the amazing things that you'd be doing. And like, it's, it's a perfect opportunity. Like we talk about getting followers on the internet and it's like, screw the followers on the internet. It's like, find some real people, have some real conversations, learn some networking skills. Um, there are loads and loads of YouTube videos about improving networking skills and things like that. Um, get yourself some business cards if you want to. Like, d scribble your Instagram handle on a, or a phone number on a card and give it to some people. Like, whatever, however you want to connect and grow um, as a queen or as a contestant. Like, make sure that you are investing some time in learning about your networking skills and not just sitting there at events on your phone. Um, now, I... I'm a bad one for this because I do find big group events like trigger my anxiety. Um, so sometimes I will go and find a corner and just like, to be honest, usually I've got like a hundred emails coming in. I've got to deal with something. Um, so I will just take myself away and deal with a couple of bits. Needing a little bit of quiet time to yourself is one thing, but sitting in the middle of it all, just sat on your phone and just like recording TikToks the whole time is a complete waste of being at a live event. Um, and, you are missing out on so much of the experience if you are living the event purely through your phone screen. Um, there will be enough people recording clips of it and putting that online afterwards. Like, get a couple of pictures, great. But enjoy the event beyond your phone, beyond your camera screen. Like, actually talk to people, engage in some conversations. For me, one of the most depressing sights is um, a load of queens sat in a row all on their phones. I just, it breaks my heart. I'm like, go and network, use that crown, meet some people. Like when you have a crown on your head, other pageant girls really want to meet you. They really want to talk to you. They want to have like got a picture with the queen um, or spoken to the queen that's got the, the title they want to have one day. And, like people really do want to speak to you. And if you've got a big crown and a sash on, you can basically walk up to any group of people. You don't even need an opening line. You can just walk up and be like, hi, you enjoying the day? Like whatever. Um, but if you sat with your head down in your phone, 
And one, know that you're breaking my heart a little bit. <laughs> but two, everyone's missing out on getting to know the real you. Um, and that's where you will gain true, real, like, fans, support, um, people that are going to really cheer you on are those ones that have actually had a chance to speak to you and get to know you. So try and put the phones away and actually do some networking. Like, I feel... Like this should be in people's contracts that they will not sit on their blooming phones at live events all the time. Um, get off your phone. Like I said, if it's if it's you need to step away and have a bit of peace for a moment, that is one thing. But if you're sitting in the middle of the chaos doing it, um, it does look a bit odd. It I, I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It does look a bit odd. Um, and I get that not many events have happened recently, and you want to get a TikTok for your tiktok account um but maybe limit yourself be like right i'm gonna film two and then i'm putting my phone away and i'm gonna make sure i have some actual conversations with some real people um and i actually tell some people about my platform or i talk about the charity event that i've got coming up or i find out some things about them i find out um some things about some of the other finalists that are competing in things maybe i can go and um say you were the current title hold holder miss miss plant uk i'm looking at my potted plant miss plant uk go and find all the miss plant finalists and have a chat with them and be like oh yeah you can't wait to the finals and i'm here if you need any advice or if you've got any questions and things like that um go and find like the finalists that are in your system if you're a queen is really important and if you are a finalist go and find the other finalists in your system that's a great opener oh i see you've got a miss plant uk sash on oh i'm competing in miss plant uk and um, that's a great opener um have you been to a pageant before do you come here often <laughs> even if people open with that line i'm totally in i'll in and have a conversation with them um there are so many i love your earrings i love your dress oh did you do your hair or did someone do it for you because either way it's amazing like go this is just so many opening liners um just don't sit and hide on your phone please 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 do not sit and hide on your phone um <laughs> that said get a good, do get a few pictures, um, do tag the system in it, do tag us in it, we love sharing people's pageant related content, um, we only tend, we only share stuff that is pageant connected, um, so there's basically no point in tagging us in something if it's not pageant related, but if it's pageant related, we love to share content, we share as pretty much most of what we get tagged in we are able to share and um, the only time we ever don't is if you've tagged us in like 400 posts back to back um we have to intersperse it with other people's content and then your post might have disappeared by the time we get back to sharing it that's the only time we sometimes miss um is if you tag us in lots um but to do tag us in all of it we are not offended in any way by a million tags we just might only be able to share a thousand of them based on how much other content we're getting in and um, if everyone's tagging us in loads of stuff, then we can intersperse all the people so it's a bit e more even. Um, there's no like math math to how we share. We just try and make it a little bit more variety. Not all of one system, not all of the same person, etc., etc. But if you don't tag us, we can't share it. We do try and go through other people, uh, go through people's feeds and keep an eye on the wall and stuff. But it's so much easier, particularly Instagram stories. It's very quick for us to share your post if you tag us in an Instagram story and we love to be tagged. I personally don't like being tagged on Facebook, but Pageantland, 
Pageant land loves to be tagged. So tag pageant land all the time and then we can share it. Um, we're also going to be sharing more things in the newsletter as we become more regular with the newsletter, which is going to become more regular as more events open up. Um, so tag us in that and you may also get a special feature in the newsletter too. Um, so have those couple of people thank the organisers, like in your post, thank the organisers, tag them in it. Um, sometimes they've been so busy like running around and like hosting the event um and this goes whether it's a pageant or like a charity event and things um if you've got a few p pictures of like candid photos of the organizer doing bits and pieces and running around and hosting her events so she got up on stage to speak she may not have got any of those photos um so tag her in it um keep hold of the photo as well and then you can she might want it afterwards and things it can be really nice and a great way of building those relationships and building those connections um I have touched on so many things in this episode with regards to attending events. Um, if you have any queries, any worries, if you're going to an event for your first time on your own and you'd like to reach out beforehand, please do. I personally am not attending all of them, but there are nine of us, I think, on the pageant land team at the moment. Um, the chances are that one of us will be at one of the events and we can make sure that they know that you're going and that maybe you're a bit nervous about not having anyone to see or know there and things like that. So if you are worried about attending events, please do reach out and, and let us know and we'll try our best. Like we can't fix everything, but we will we'll always try. Um, and let's get back to going to these events, really enjoy them, really make the most of them. And let's not forget, we are there to have fun. And um, that is like, that obviously, the key important thing here is that we are going to have fun. I do think it's worthwhile trying to make the most of it and understanding how you can make the most of going to an event. But if you don't enjoy it, surely it's all a little bit pointless. Have an amazing day and I'll see you guys soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.